This is the EPFR Exchange Podcast. All opinions expressed by Cam, Kirsten, or our podcast guests are solely of their own opinion and do not reflect the opinion of EPFR. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the EPFR Exchange Podcast. My name is Kirsten Longbottom, and we are joined, per usual, by EPFR's Director of Research, Cameron Brandt. We're going to take a bit of a different course today um, and just look at money market funds and what we've been seeing in that data across both iMoneyNet and EPFR's products. So, just to kick it off, we've seen $400 billion being committed to U.S. money market funds assets, um, according to Money Fund Report produced by iMoneyNet. Um, we saw just taxable money fund assets pushed past the $5 trillion mark, mostly on the account of government institutional fund assets, uh, fourth consecutive inflow, and they were also helped by taxable retail for the eighth straight week and institutional funds assets with another inflow. Cam, uh, what are taxable U.S. government money market funds doing with the cash that has been pouring in as of recently? Well, first off, I'll sort of say, you know, it, it, it's it been interesting to see this. Uh, the money market industry uh, constantly struggles to pry money out of the banking sector despite frequently higher yields uh, because they can't offer that FDIC insurance guarantee. Uh, but all of a sudden, <laughs> they've had rivers of cash handed to them on, on a plate. Uh, so the short answer to your question is that a lot of it is going into repurchase agreement uh, transactions, what they call repos, uh, and the rest, though a declining percentage into short-term uh, U.S., Treasuries, and then the balance is is other kinds of of high quality uh, government paper, um, and you know, some of that will be uh, agency debt, some will be municipal debt. Um, but the repo uh, is by far the sort of biggest uh, factor in their portfolios at the moment. Um, and this also reflects the fact that the, at the height of the pandemic crisis, uh, the Fed expanded the use of uh, uh, a repo window it had created uh, back in 2013 to backstop the money fund industry. Um, and uh, something well over a trillion in money fund assets is sort of being parked there on a regular basis at the moment. Hmm. So what is the difference between EPFR's money market fund data and the data that iMoneyNet offers? The data that iMoneyNet offers is much more granular. Um, EPFR's uh, is sort of the big tent number. Um Whereas uh, iMoneyNet uh, has much more insight into the composition of portfolios within the various subgroups, uh, the maturity profiles, uh, again, of, of the broader fund groups, uh, and a number of you know, metrics like that. Whereas for EPFR, it is mostly sort of the broad uh, flow trends. 
Um, what our data does allow us to do is, is, is see if there are any correlations between those broad flow trends into money market funds and sort of other fund groups. And obviously, one that people are pretty interested in is, you know, what's happening uh, to fund groups dedicated uh, to the banks that are surrendering this money to to the money market funds. And actually, I'm curious, you know, what did you see this past week in terms of the financial sector flows? Yeah, um, so we saw financial sector funds post their heaviest outflow in 10 weeks. And this was largely in part to one fund redeeming almost $700 million. Um, and Interestingly, through all the bad press for banks over the last few weeks, when we isolated just bank funds, um, they took in their seventh straight inflow. And then when we were looking at regional banks, which is a, a smaller group of just nine uh, funds, they had their third inflow of the last four weeks. So we're still seeing some interest there. Um, and it seems like, you know, the turmoil is, is somewhat uh, uh, dimming. Um are we seeing this pattern outside of the U.S., or do you think it, it's mostly centered to the U.S.? Well, we're certainly seeing uh, on the money market fund side uh, a similar dynamic in Europe um, with pretty consistent inflows into the Europe money market funds that we track. Um Outside the U.S. and Europe, it uh, is a bit of a different story. Uh, in the emerging markets, the, the, the biggest uh, money market fund complex is in China. <clears throat> and given the, the regulatory issues surrounding uh, one of the biggest players in that space, you know, Ant Financial, which is tied to Alibaba, you know, flows to China money market funds have been pretty choppy in recent weeks. Um, but you know, China's banking system is not, <laughs> at least on the surface level, facing the same stresses that U.S. and European ones are. So <clears throat> money market fund flows, there reflect other issues. And the same is true in Japan, uh, which also has a significant um, money market industry, despite the fact it's had negative rates for so long, uh, but flows there are also choppy and tending towards negative. That is tied more to the fact there is uh, a clear changing of the guard at the Bank of Japan. Uh, and with that change is increased speculation that uh, uh, Japan's long-established monetary policy is not going to be as quite as accommodative as it has been before, which is is prompting a lot of domestic investors to move money and and try and anticipate what the new policy landscape will look like. Well, we will definitely be kind of focusing our attention on money market funds this next week. Uh, we'll be sharing some dynamic charts and some more insight on this. Uh, some off the wires will be coming out. Um, and so definitely look forward to those those different pieces of content for, for more insight. Thank you, Cam, so much for, for your time. All right. Enjoy the weekend. You as well. And uh, we'll see what next week holds. Exactly. Thanks for listening to the EPFR Exchange Podcast. For more information, visit epfr.com or epfr.buzzsprout.com. 
Interested in joining Cam and Kirsten to talk fund flows and allocation data or have a suggestion for the topic of a future podcast? Email us directly at podcast at epfr.com.